Hey, this is your girl Queenie and you're listening to the Unfiltered Queen. Hello and welcome back. I hope you all have an amazing Sunday today. Today we'll be discussing breaking generational curses, things like breaking cycles, childhood trauma and things that were taught to us that are not always true. And I feel like I'm detrimental to behaviour and patterns that have been taught to me from those before me, i.e. grandparents and their parents and their parents' parents and now I may pass on that can be toxic to my child. So I'm trying to break those generational curses and patterns and cycles and recondition ourselves to do better and be better because it's never too late. Myself, my mother, grandmother and many in my family have been doing this, especially when it comes to re-educating ourselves and finding inner peace and balance. It's a work in progress, but I'm trying. I know my family are. I dedicate today's episode to my grandfather. We lost in April. We lost a king in the physical, but we gained an angel spiritually. My granddad brought us all together before he died. So we'll continue to do better and be better. Happy birthday, granddad. So here's a list from my family and some from my Insta poll. So let's get into it. The next one is Don't Cry. <laughs> this is a big one. It's a huge one. Um, we're taught as early as infants. Whenever we hurt ourselves, we can bang our leg, scrape our knee. Don't cry. Don't cry. You're a boy. You're a big boy. Or, you know, defame it. Or what, you a little girl? Like, these are things that we're taught from young. Showing our little boys, you know what? Or showing our little girls, you know, you've hurt yourself. Let your emotions out. How do you feel now? You know, being honest and open and transparent. Teach our boys, especially as men, not to suppress their feelings and emotions because it can be more harmful in the long run. Whether finding it difficult to communicate with friends, open up in relationships, marriage or families, stop telling our children this. Like, us as parents, especially, we should be... Our children should be able to open up to us, you know... We should be there for them, not not feeling like they can't start their own families and relationships. They don't know how to open up and they don't know how to communicate. So I think this is a massive one. Also, we touched upon the last episode. I was talking about it being high in black men's mental health um, with severe mental health problems and also far more likely to be sectioned under the Mental Health Act. Cultural barriers and systemic discrimination. So showing emotion and making our children feel like it should be normal and it is healthy to open up. You're not weak. You're not a little girl. You know, it's not feminine. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's powerful. Don't, don't let men feel emasculated. Instead, make them feel powerful. Let them open up. Allow them to open up. Let them, let them feel like it's healthy because it is healthy. You know, don't knock them down when they have a problem. Let them be open, honest and transparent. Let that be normal in the household from now on. The next one is verbal abuse and the things that we call our children. Got a little story. So I must, my daughter must have done something wrong anyway. Um, I've basically lost it and I've started shouting and swearing. So my daughter's obviously told me after that I swore and she didn't like it. And because of my ego, I was like, well, you shouldn't have done that. And maybe I wouldn't have to swear, would I? Or maybe I wouldn't have to tell you off like that, would I? But my ego and me being the parent, quote unquote, got the best of me rather than listening. 
my daughter was like, nah, mum, that's not cool. So I had to really G-check myself and be like, you know what, Precious, like, that's not cool. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a way of different communication, even though she was wrong and, you know, she's grounded and stuff like that. There's a different way of how to handle it. So, and there's other ways of how to be assertive because that shit sticks with your children at the end of the day. And she confided in me and I wasn't taking her feelings into consideration. So she's my child and she's my world. And, you know, I wouldn't allow nobody else out here to be swearing at my child. And I wasn't taking my child's feelings into consideration when she told my mum. There was a different way of handling that. But every child's different and everyone's feelings and emotions are different. And just because, obviously, I grew up and it's normal to hear my dad swearing doesn't mean that my child's used to it. My child shouldn't have to grow up the way I grew up. And I should have took my child's feelings into consideration. So moving forward, the things that we say to our children we need to be mindful of because that it really does stick with them as they get older. And I'll be the first to admit it. I've had to G-check myself a few times on parenting. The next term is picky head, nappy head. You know, a few older generation will say, go comb your picky head. Or, you know, you got pretty hair. Like, what is pretty hair? You're basically saying that, you know, a straighter or a silkier texture of hair is pretty, but a person or a young lady or a young man with coarser hair is not as beautiful. You know, we need to change that narrative that we are, you are beautiful. Most that iron comb your hair from an early generation to fit in with society, especially coming to England or, you know, relax your hair. Like, no, you should be showing our children, you know, that your natural hair, texture of your hair, the coarse, your coarse hair means strength, you know. The colour of your skin is beautiful. The melanin shines, that like you are absolutely gorgeous. Like, show our younger generation children how beautiful they are. Tell them stop using words like picky head. You know, them kind of words, you know, picky comes from picking in his, you know, that was what the slave master would call black children. You know, lift them up instead. Change them generational curses. Lift them up. You are a queen. You are beautiful. You know, your hair is your crown. Like, lift them up. Stop them horrible words. Stop putting hate into our children. You know, it's 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 not cool and it's not good. Stop now. Next one is, one is respect your elders. <laughs> I love this one as well. Well, I'm so grateful and thankful that my mum and dad always raised me to respect those who respect me. And I'd also teach my child as well, don't be disrespectful to olders, but at the same time, don't mean that you're automatically have to respect them because they're older than you. That doesn't work like that. Sometimes I know it's harder when you're very cultural, um, i.e. Jamaican or African, you know, within the community and your aunties and uncles um, might be trying to be disrespectful and, you know, out of respect, you don't really want to check them. But then there's me, <laughs> people like me, who don't really mind giving you a little check-in politely of course um don't want nobody to have a heart attack out here but i ain't afraid to check an old lady or old man if you're talking to me in type of way i'll always be respectful but i will check you so the whole um respect your elders i'll definitely respect you and respect me shout out to winnie my nana's friend who had to get checked two years ago about children should be seen, not heard. Moving on, next one. Stop promoting toxic relationships to your children and your grandchildren or your family. You know, telling them to stay in a toxic relationship to show a face or stay in a toxic relationship because you don't want your, the children to have two different dads. You know, I'd rather 
a co-parent situation where my children can see a healthy relationship between mummy and daddy rather than being in a dysfunctional home you know me growing up it was a little bit dysfunctional I'm not gonna lie times it was good times it were bad but then me now having my own child and my child knowing my her nana and granddad and they're amicable you know it's healthy for her to see you know she loves her nana she knows her granddad she doesn't know anything that's dysfunctional you know and promoting your children to stay in a toxic relationship children pick up on it you know it, it's not good for them even if you even if you're not arguing in front of them like children feed off the energy you know they can tell that mummy's not happy they can tell that daddy's not happy why stay in a miserable relationship why spend the rest of your days in a miserable relationship just for the sake of the children you've got to put yourself first and then your children second you've got to love yourself first so you can give your whole self to your children because staying in a toxic relationship is not the one sis trust me oh not the one bro in the words of mr lex And to be taking advice off of our older generation weren't happy either. Like, I ain't taking no advice off nobody whose relationship ain't nothing but healthy. I'm telling you that now. You stayed with your husband and he had 19 kids on you. Does not mean that I'm going to do the same, sis. Nah, I know my worth. Stop telling me to hold it down and stay with a man who didn't respect me. Just because you did. Mm -mm. My path's different. I see the light. Me and you ain't the same. The last one is hiding abuse. Um, I've this is I've chosen this last one because I feel like it is a big, major one that happens within not just the black community but all communities. Whether you are the Asian, Irish, Scottish, you know, African, um, I've not met a person who either hasn't been abused or knows somebody who's been abused. A lot of people, especially from the older generation, um, they've been abused and they didn't want to speak about it. They've swept under swept it under the rug, or they've not said anything because they felt like they're not going to be believed. Um, when they have spoke out about it, um, they've they've been told to forget about it or not speak about it because it might have been someone within their family somebody in the church somebody in the community and that's why we have to teach our children i know my mum's told me from early on about abuse and you know don't be sitting on people's laps and you know and when it comes to my child that's why the work i do now is because it's showing awareness you know a lot of young girls are groomed at an early age and they don't actually know what the grooming cycle is and you know how it happens and you know i've got a teenage daughter now and from earlier she can be able to speak I've talked to my daughter about showing the signs of abuse or not sitting on people's laps or, you know, my daughter's never stayed at a sleepover or anything like that just because, obviously, I feel like in that sense I am a little bit of protective. But it's not because I don't trust my daughter, it's that I don't trust other people. And, um, yeah, I think it's just speaking to our children about abuse and not making it be taboo because this does happen and we need to push narrative that this does happen and stop protecting the abusers. When you don't believe your children, you know, or you're trying to keep it away from the community, it's like you are protecting the abuser. You know, believe your kids, like technical precautions, like stop hiding it, stop hiding it. You know, 
These people are sick. I mean, this we dealt with accordingly. Stop saving the abuser and save your child. Your child needs you. Your child needs you. You're not always there to protect your children because these sickos out here and there's predators, you know? And as parents, we're not always there to protect our children 100%, but, you know, we can be there to protect them in the end by taking the necessary precautions because if you don't listen to your children, then that's more harmful to your relationship, you know? Like, your child will trust you again, you know? Every child wants to feel like they're protected. And if you don't take their feelings into consideration, then they're never going to trust you. Like, the parents are meant to protect you. And if you're not there to protect your children, then the trust is gone. Thank you guys for listening. That's the last of our episode. Sorry I didn't get to finish all of the topics for today, but the next upcoming weeks we'll be discussing the rest. So, good night. Sending you love and light. Mwah.